The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Welcome, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. Oh, boy. We got a, oh, the pig. You can barely hear the pig with the beard. We got a special guest here. This is my heart dog, Vital. Her full name is Vitality, and she's getting used to the whole podcasting scene, but we have these eggnog little Debbies, and that makes everything better. She's our little elf today. A wonderful elf she is. <laughs> All right, so today, guys, the topic of the episode is going to be giving back at Christmas, because why do we have Christmas if we don't give back? Right, Santa? I think we should start with the quirky tip of the day, young Jessica. <laughs> I think we're going to have to ditch this, this, this Santa axe. Uh, okay, here it is. All right. What's the tip, Santa? Quirky tip of the day. <laughs> if you have a younger dog, Come here. be conscious of them picking up the kids' toys on Christmas morning. All those little pieces of Legos and Jack-in-the-box toys, those are not good for their dogs. <laughs> Many times we'd take dogs in for boarding after the holidays, and they'd be pooping all kinds of colored little objects. It's not healthy, can be dangerous. <laughs> That's true, guys. Be careful um, of the dogs with all the kids and the little toys and everything else. And if the dogs are getting in the way, just, you know, put them, it's hard to put them outside if you live somewhere cold, but put them in a crate, put them on a leash, make sure everybody stays safe because it's the holidays. Oh, Santa's getting into the gingerbread already. Another right. tip. When you leave out milk and cookies for Santa this Sit. year, make sure there's no chocolate in there that the dogs might get into. Not good for them. You're going to give that to Little Bop? Sit. She wants to try the gingerbread now. I was going to try it myself. All right. Well, you can have the next piece. Okay. All right. Oh, she loves this. We, we had a hat, but we're, we're done with the hat. And it's actually a little warm up here. So we're into eating now. Sit. Um, okay. We want to talk about things that you could give to dogs that are more in need than maybe your dogs at home. I mean... If you're like us, you're crazy, you have ornaments for your dogs, you have stockings for your dogs, your dogs open their own presents and everything else. These are very fortunate dogs. Honey, we're not going to have any more gingerbread. Now, there are a lot of dogs out there that are less fortunate around the holidays. So we did some research and we did some collaborating together on things that you could do to give back. These are a list of items that you can donate to your local dog shelter, pound, uh, that type of thing. And uh, I'll list a few, and then you can take over if you'd like. Yeah, and a few may need some elaborating because um, they didn't make sense quite at first. But these are common things um, that shelters ask for. And just as a little caveat, you can also um, contact your local shelter, and they may have a specific list themselves. Come here. And Please. I would highly recommend that if you want to make a contribution in this way, that rather than just send money to uh, someone that's advertising on TV, go to your local establishment and see what you can do for them. Even if it's going to be a monetary donation, go to your local uh, MSPCA or local shelter and try and help them out. At least you know where the money is going and it'll go to good use there. Uh, that being said, a few of the items that we have found and, uh, you know, the towels and blankets are something that are real big and 
probably that's the first thing that came to mind for me. If you have old towels, uh, run them through the wash, get them cleaned up, fold them up, and bring them right down to your shelter along with the blankets. A couple of other items they mentioned are newspapers, which I don't know if anybody has newspapers anymore. I I was thinking that too. But they did list newspapers. Kitty litter is a big thing that they can always use. And the newspapers is used in the same way as litter to, you know, put under the animals and stuff to keep their areas cleaner. If you have a a drawer full of leashes and collars that you never use, put them in a bag, bring them down to the shelter along with dog beds. If you have a, a closet full of dog beds that you no longer use, that'd be a good thing to do. Make sure that they're just not full of holes and something that really can't be used. Make sure that it's a usable dog bed. Uh, Do you want to pick up and mention some of these items? Yeah, Santa, you're just flying through the list. You must want to be getting to all... Oh, you already got to all your houses. My houses? Yeah, how did the the journey go last night? Uh, It's going to be a long, long journey this year. The snow has slowed down the reindeer. (laughs) We've been out there with our ice melt, our chisels. It's not the same as it used to be. There's not as many chimneys. Oh, that's true. There's fewer in Minnesota also. Okay, another thing that we were thinking about um, is, well, maybe that you would think about a little bit less. Come here, you need to do a sit. Is um, crates. Like, you know, a lot of people are selling crates on Craigslist. A lot of times people stop using their crates, um, much to our dismay, and we always argue against that. But <laughs> there she goes with her, her gingerbread. But they need stuff to contain the dogs. So crates are a good one to bring. And then think about this. If you're going to buy your dog something, what could you buy in double and then just drop one off at the shelter? So for instance, if you're going to buy your dog a new dog bed, let your dog buy one for the shelter. Bring one to the shelter. If you're going to buy your dog a bag of dog food, even if it's an expensive one, buy an extra one. Bring it to the shelter, a bag of treats. Just double up your purchases at some point here between Christmas and New Year's and give back because these shelters are in need and they're working really hard to help people and help dogs and help keep these dogs safe and sound and everything else. So don't forget about them this year. Yeah, they all live off donations, you know, one way or another. They're typically not a money-making enterprise. So anything you can do to help them out, I'm sure they'd appreciate it. Um, Another thing that came up that we didn't think about right away, (coughs) excuse me, too many of these eggnog little Debbies, is um, like cleaning supplies. So hand sanitizer, um, laundry detergent, bleach, dish soap, everything else. They need all of those things. Plastic bags are a big one. We have some friends that just love plastic bags. I mean, you, they need these things. If you have extras laying around, make sure you're bringing them to the shelter to help them out. Come here. You need to do a sit. I know it's a small chair, but they can see you better. Um, paper towels, those type of things. Cleaning products. And then empty paper towel rolls and uh, empty toilet paper rolls was a big one. I guess it's What the hell little, do you do with those? Maybe they have I hamsters. Guess it's little toys for um, little kitties. These eggnog debbies. We might and have if to you get go them to Costco, home. that'd be a great place to pick up a nice big <laughs> case yeah. of uh, paper towels. Yeah, be mindful of when you go to Costco, though. It's a little bit tough around the holidays. Pens are a big one. People are filling out adoption applications. They want to get new dogs. If you have a drawer full of pens, you don't need. Some shelters will take pens. Um, a little bit weak, <laughs> but you can bring a pen if you'd like to bring a it's, pen. It's something. Um, heating pads are a big one. So these uh, kittens that are there that need to stay warm and everything else, they use heating pads a lot. So if you have an old heating pad around, uh, you know, you went through menopause, you don't need it anymore for cramps, whatever it may be, donate your heating pad. And now a lot of people like those moist, hot heat packs. 
So if you have one that plugs in and you don't use it, bring it to the shelter. Let them use it. Let it get put to good use. You could look at uh, Marie Kondo on Netflix. She could teach you Kondo? all about tidying up, isn't it? I, I, isn't I, that what it is? Yeah, tidying up on Netflix. It'll get you into the spirit of all this. Okay, here's something you may not have thought of that would come in very handy. Bleach. They use bleach for cleaning <laughs> up, s- disinfecting. I think I said that one. Laundry detergent. You talked about laundry <laughs> detergent already. Santa's, oh, Santa's, had oh, a long, Santa's, Santa's memory is getting very weak. Santa's had a long, Santa's <laughs> had a long night on the sleigh. Um, fabric scraps, one website was talking about. I don't know. That's a little weak, too. That's like in with the pens. Peanut butter is a good one. So a lot of these shelters, I know you'd love some peanut butter right now. There's no more on my microphone. Um, a lot of these shelters are giving the dogs like Kongs and stuff and they're stuffing them with peanut butter. So consider getting some peanut butter for, you know, a jar of it, an extra jar of it and bring it to the shelter. Yeah. And if money's tight and you really don't have the extra money to, to purchase some extra items, you don't have anything around, you can always go down there and volunteer your time for a couple hours. I'm yeah. sure they'd appreciate that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Or you can do, um, like a donation drive. So, you know, you can... Raise some money yourself through an organization or your family or your friends and your holiday partners. And um, a lot of these people, a lot of these shelters, what they're looking for are um, a separate stash for veterinary expenses. Because a lot of times these dogs come in, there's not an issue, but if they're there for a certain amount of time, things come up and they have a lot of veterinary medical expenses that they need to cover. So being able to get donations, excuse me, from other people and then donate that also is helpful. You don't just have to donate out of your own bank account and write your own check and everything else. And again, we want to reiterate because it's important. A lot of these larger organizations are not necessarily where you want to be sending money if you are sending money, even though the commercials make sense and it seems like the right thing to do. Sometimes the money doesn't go exactly where you think it's going to end up. So make sure that you are going to be donating locally so you know that it can actually make a direct effect. Have you had any of that gingerbread Santa or are you just getting my dog it's fat? It's not good for my waistline. <laughs> You're getting you know, one uh, to launch across from, the table. From the dog's Sit. perspective, it's nice to just go down to the rescue and just go in and visit with some of these dogs. Oh take my them gosh, out for a walk a little bit, yeah. you know, play with them for five or ten minutes and uh, they'd love it. You know, there's a lot of great dogs down there that are just, they, they're just lonely. You yeah. know, and they're just whiny and upset and they just need a little TLC. Yeah. You know? And from a canine, heal- canine healing perspective, just even going in and, um, you know, sitting there quietly. If there's a dog that's a little more fearful, rather than pet it and approach it, just have some calm, bring your calm into its life because it gets stressful at the shelters. It's noisy. There's a lot going on there. And it's hard for a lot of these dogs when, you know, all the other dogs get to go home and everything else and they've been there a little bit longer. And when I lived in Colorado, I used to volunteer at the shelter a lot. Shelters are very open to having you come. I'd go at least once a week. I think, it, I don't know if it was Alamosa or where it was in Colorado. It was a small little town. Um, and uh, I would drive to the shelter and, you know, work some dogs, train some dogs, volunteer, and just spend some time with some dogs just to help them out. Any interaction is good, and it's going to help them get adopted out more easily. Yeah. I mean, if they're um, enjoying playing with a ball, you take them out in the yard. They all have yards that you can take them out and play with them. And when other people see you doing that stuff with a dog, it makes the dog much more attractive to them also. You know, they yeah. love to see dogs interacting with people and um, hopefully it'll get them adopted out faster. Come here. We're not doing a shape down so daddy gives you more of that. Um, 
All right, so that's some ways you can give back with products and uh, money and time and everything else. And we're going to give you a bunch more ways that we haven't even discussed after the break here. And we're looking forward to talking to you more. And we're excited that you're sharing your Christmas with us here on the Quirky Dog Podcast. Does your dog seem anxious? Would you like your dog to relax? Do you want to feel more in control? Would you like your dog to cooperate? HowToCalmYourCanine.com That's HowToCalmYourCanine.com Good. Good. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! (laughs) Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. I wish. Happy Hanukkah. I wish. I Happy wish. holidays to all. I wish you were this festive at our Christmas at home. Uh, we're going to go back to trying the little elf's hat. I don't know. She's, I think that's driving her crazy. Maybe if we have cheese, she'll be better. She's just so cute in her little elf hat. Yeah, but does she's that have to just, go right between her eyes like she's that? She's just doing, well, I don't she's know. getting cross-eyed, I think. Oh, my gosh. The thing is, it seems like, wow, your dog can't even stay in a place, Jess, the professional dog trainer. But we're actually on these pretty small... Um, little swervy stools is not the easiest setup. No more gingerbread. <laughs> I always, after she throws up, she'll feel better. <laughs> All right. So we talked about, hold on, I dropped my cheese. This could be a problem. Sit. What did we talk about? We talked about donating um, different items to the shelter. And then we touched on a little bit about donating your time and donating your money. Um, when I talked about volunteering that kind of tapped into the second half here is if you're you have a certain profession the shelters could use you and your profession also rather than them hiring out some of these services so yeah, go put a new roof on the on the <laughs> <laughs> on the shelter oh santa. actually that would be a very nice gesture santa you're really in the giving spirit and this roofers year. are very generous people <laughs> Um, so if you're a lawyer, a lot of legal stuff sometimes comes up with these shelters. So, you know, if you feel like, you know, I know a lot of lawyers are very busy, but if you want to do a little pro bono work and help a shelter out nearby, just walk in and say, Hey, if you guys have anything that comes up, you need some documents signed or something else, you know, I'm happy to donate my time. They appreciate stuff like that. They don't have to pay for those services. If you're an accountant. No, I would think a photographer would be awesome. You could take some great pictures of the, well, Santa, of the rescues. Santa, that's on the list. But oh, we, is it? Yeah, it's I don't list. go by these paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the last that, one. Oh, Santa. I gave away the best one of the evening. <laughs> Santa. Photographers win. <laughs> Yay. Ho, ho, ho. Go ahead. <laughs> Santa forgot his readers. Oh. Um, not that when he's wearing his readers, he's even reading the paper. We all know that. So um, an accountant, we all have to file taxes. Unfortunately, that time is coming up for all of us. Um, That's if you make any money. Yeah, If you're an accountant, um, you can go and do the taxes for a shelter and they can save some money there. When I talked about volunteering, I talked about that I went and I worked the dogs. Okay. I think we are had enough little Debbies and everything else. Um when I talked about going, I said I worked the dogs and helped get them out and everything else. I was also trying to teach them tricks because, believe it or not, if these dogs know, like, shake paw, the likelihood of them getting adopted is so much higher than if they just sit there and they're normal dogs um, that, you know, are just cute and smiling. Are you trying to do a trick now? 
Um, so that's another thing. Like if you're a dog trainer, you can go and work the dogs and get them to behave better. But also if they have some tricks here or there, they freaking sit pretty for their adopt the family that comes to check them out. That makes them more valuable. It makes them more easily adoptable. If you're a website designer, a lot of shelters are trying to up their website um, game. Now websites and social media and everything. If you know a lot about social media, ask if you can help with their social media, Facebook, um, not so much Twitter right now, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You're big on the TikTok. Oh, you should tell them about your TikTok account. What, what about it? For the quirky dog. We have a TikTok account for the quirky dog. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> It is. I think my average viewer is about seven years old. <laughs> it's all of Santa's little helpers on TikTok. <laughs> he loves it, though. And honestly, he gets some good views. The TikTok account is good, and it's connected to our Quirky Dog YouTube page, so you can watch all the episodes. Okay, we need to be behaving because uh, Mrs. Claus is doing her talking, little elf. All right, and then um, if you're a writer, you need to do a lot of copy on these dogs. Make them sound good. Bring out the best side of them through... Um, through writing and through copy and everything else. And also if you had the website. Some of them you got to get real creative. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's another good one? What would be another good one that I haven't brought up that uh, um, they might need at the shelters? You could make them a pizza. Uh, no, <laughs> photographers. That really is a good one. If you are a photographer, it's okay, little elf. If you're a photographer, um, it is good to have... Uh, your services at the shelter because the better the dogs look in all of these pictures, the more likely that they'll be able to be adopted out, okay? I uh, think it's a good idea. One thing, come here, you little elf. We have an intruder. The elf doesn't know who's coming into Santa's workshop here. Um, one thing that we hadn't mentioned that kind of goes along from a monetary perspective too, but it's a little bit more specific, is you can sponsor an animal. So, um, you know, I guess I think of it like you sponsor a highway. You drive all the time, and it's like, oh, this highway is sponsored by so-and-so. Um, but you can actually, like, have a specific animal. I think it's a little more enjoyable than sponsoring a highway, <laughs> quite honestly. I know, but I a didn't even know. A cute little puppy? I didn't even know. Or a highway? Could, honey, sit. I didn't even know that you could sponsor a dog. I thought that was interesting. You can sponsor so, a kid. Well, I understand. But from a shelter perspective, you can sponsor a dog. So you can, you know, pick which dog to sponsor and you can be in charge of that dog's finances. And hopefully you can see it through to adoption. Because we understand that you can't just be adopting all these dogs out and that there's dogs there and families in need and everything else. And they all can't go to your house. We're not asking you to go and get a dog to bring it home. But these are other ways that you can help dogs in need. Another way you can do this if you do want to bring dogs into your house is to foster um, and this is something that I highly recommend for people who are looking into getting a rescue. Fostering dogs, you bring them home for a certain amount of time. You get to see how the dog fits in with your family and everything else. But if nothing else, you're getting that dog removed from the shelter and more accustomed to living in a home environment. So fostering yep. a dog, if you have the space and the time and it'll fit with your other animals. Okay, we'll take the hat off. You did pretty good. You made it like... Five it's a good minutes. way to to evaluate a dog Sit. too. If you take in a good. foster, you can live with the dog for a couple of weeks, maybe or a month, and you'll really get to know that dog's uh, good points and maybe some of their quirkiness, some of their fearful behaviors and whatnot. Yeah, if and they get along well with kids or they get along well with your other dogs. And you're dogs. not bringing it into the house saying, "Oh, this is our new dog." You're bringing it in as a temporary vital sit. You're bringing it in as, as a temporary setup. So um, that's something that the expectations of the whole family are a little bit more in line. Um, another thing that you can do is uh, train your dog to make your dog a more upstanding citizen. That's not so much helping. Come here. You want to come over here? You can come up here. It's not so much helping um, 
dogs in need. But if your dog is less of a jerk, it's going to be more helpful to all of society. Oh, she wants Santa. How much does that hurt my feelings? Oh, for the love. Um, so think about that too. Like, is your dog causing stress to your neighbors when it's barking every single freaking morning? If it is, then maybe you could do more with your dog in the new year as we head into a new year with some new year's resolutions for your dog and everything else and help everybody out. So it works out a little bit better. Um, One thing I wanted to mention, I know we're talking about the donating time and whatnot. I want to talk about people that get puppies for their children for Christmas. And uh, it's a wonderful gesture. It's always great to have puppies in the home. It's great to raise a child with a puppy. But Christmas time isn't always the best time to start with a puppy because you have, like right now we have a lot of snow on the ground and it's hard to potty train a puppy, housebreak a puppy in the dead of winter. So I would never say don't do it, but it's not the perfect time to get a puppy as far as the season goes if you live in an area where we do have a winter. Well, what are we going to say to the people that brought home puppies this morning, Santa? I'm going to say it's, it's going to be harder to potty make train sure that you, puppy. Make sure you shovel, make sure you shovel yeah. an area out and prepare for it because it does get hard, especially if the dogs are small and everything else. And we've already gone on our pee pad rant before. Well, the people need to put on their boots and their mittens and everything and get out first thing in the morning and make sure that puppy goes. That's all. Yeah. So uh, Christmas is a big time of buying, 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 buying for families, for kids, for ourselves, for co-workers and everything else, but consider buying for dogs that are in need because really um, there's a lot of dogs out there that are less fortunate than the dogs that woke up warm at our homes this morning to their personalized stockings and their family that loves them and everything else. And there's a lot that you can do that isn't just going and getting a dog and bringing it home to be a part of your family or writing a big fat check. Yeah. And with the sponsoring of a dog, you don't need to be responsible for all of their finances. It could be a $10 a month donation or something small. Sit. Sit. Okay. Our little elf failed the... the I think she's doing wonderfully. She failed being on Mrs. Claus's lap because she was just trying to get to the little Debbie. So guys, Merry Christmas. Uh, We love this time of year. Our dogs love this time of year. We're grateful for you and we hope that you have a great holiday with your friends and your family and your dog. Next week, we are going to do the kickoff to 2020. If you need anything from us before the end of 2019, shoot us an email at studio at thequirkydog.com and keep it quirky. Have a great holiday, guys. This is fun. This is fun. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.